Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation meant for you to relax and listen and who knows, maybe even fall asleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano, and joining me is... Me, Amanda Barker. Amanda, um, we have some changes going on at the Insomnia Project. People might notice that the Names of our episodes no longer have the season or the episode number. I've been changing those on the direction of people that we're working with who say that it's uh, less convoluted and easier to sort of source. So you're going to see some changes happen with the Insomnia Project from a not content perspective, but more from a... um, Visual perspective? I don't know how you would describe that. So uh, explain it to me. So instead of saying episode three, season one. It used to say like S4 for season four, episode five, let's say. Sure. Right? And so, and then it would have the title of the show. So it would be like, you know, the pickle episode, let's say. And now it just says the pickle episode. So every episode just has a title, just has a name for people to see. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's in some ways it's easier just to follow. Now that if you want to follow, what's it called? One after the other. Sequentially. Sequentially. Thank you. I was going to say seasonally and it's not. It's still listed that way. Because as they upload, they they okay. they get sorted by date. I see. I see. So they will be listed in that way. So season four, season five, episode seven, it was quite a quite a bit you had to work your way through before you got to the actual title of the show. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, doing it this way will bring our show to more people. Okay. And Apple Podcasts prefers that. So. That's why those changes are being made in case you're wondering. We all, we have also had some really lovely responses from people um, recently. We don't mention your name unless you specifically say we can. But Amanda, we had a response from someone on Twitter who says they love the sound of your voice. Oh, that's nice. And they miss or love the sound of your dad, Daniel Barker's voice. <laughs> well, um. Hopefully, Dad will be on back, you know, will be back soon. I'm thinking of maybe, what do you think if I send him a microphone and we do a virtual conversation with your father? Sure. Do you think that would work? Do you think that um, between your mother and your father, they could build a little recording space? The technology in that house um, in Sebastian may not be, they haven't. Figured things out past Netflix. 
um, because anytime I'm on something that's, my mom will ask me, is it on Netflix? Uh, and I'll say, no, it's on Amazon or it's on Hulu. And she'll say, we don't get that. So I don't know if her little power book or whatever it is she uses. But listen, if if they're determined to do it, they'll do it. There's also quite a bit of noise that happens. A lot you? of birds. There's birds because <laughs> they live with their back to a bird sanctuary, is it? Yeah, there's... Um, on either side of them, I believe, there's protected land. And so there there are a lot of birds. The Sebastian Inlet is known for its wildlife refuge right. and the, its bird sanctuary. And you and I were lucky enough to stay there once. Um, when, during mating season. During mating season. So at around, well, and it doesn't matter what time, but early in the morning, um, there would be what you'd think would be the beautiful sound of bird song waking us up um it was more of a squawk song oh it was a loud squawk <laughs> i think it was a crane of some sort it was making quite a bit yeah they were they were ha- they were having a party but besides the bird noises mm. there's a lot of washing machine dishwashing sounds and i think it reverberates because of the tile that's everywhere. Oh, perhaps. So, yeah, it's so. a pretty open concept place, too, so mm-hmm. you can kind of hear everything. And and I will say, my mother, Valerie Barker, does not live quietly. She never has. She never will. So you'll have to contend with that, Marco, if you, if you want to go this route. So I open it up to our listeners. Do you <laughs> want me to figure out a way to get a microphone to Dan Barker and then face the rigors of the sounds of nature and the sounds of echoes and machines and Valerie Barker. I leave it to you. Let us know. He um, has a lot of books he's been reading. Oh, so that's true. He could tell you a lot about Andrew Garfield right now. Oh, that might be a great episode. He has a, I, all the Christmas presents I sent down there. <laughs> what I'd like to do is actually have an episode where you and your dad Oh, yeah? Speak. Okay, yeah. that would be really fun. That would be fun. But remember, it has to be calm. So maybe yeah. I will... I will get on that train. Let us know what you think. I seem to have pulled my back a little bit this morning, so that's why this episode is coming to you a little bit later than usual, in case you're wondering, where's the episode today? I seem to have, I don't know, twisted myself in an awkward in an awkward moment. And I saw uh, it happen before my eyes. What was I doing at that moment? Stretching. Okay, well, maybe <laughs> I overstretched myself. But you just had a moment where you're like, oh... Listen, that happens. And, you know, Dan Barker knows a lot about throwing backs out. And as I say to him and I'll say to you, the maintenance, the maintenance of yoga would uh, would prevent that a it's little true. bit. We can it's talk true. about yoga today if you want. What I wanted to talk about is your fascination with tiny houses. Oh, okay. Anytime. I don't know why or when this happened, but it seems Amanda has a real fascination with tiny houses. Yeah, I well, you know, I've always loved a cozy space. I well, remember We talked about some nooks and cozy spaces in an earlier episode. Yeah, but. when we moved into my home um, when I was a small child, I actually picked I was the kid that would pick the smallest room. Which room do you want? I want the I want the smallest, coziest room. So I think there's something in that with tiny houses. Um, but I, uh, 
I don't know when it started. I, it's whenever the tiny house movement started. But one of the things I love to do late at night, if I have 10 minutes, just as a way to daydream, is I will watch videos of people giving tours of their tiny home. And I have a fantasy that we'll have tiny homes in pretty much anywhere I want to live. I think, oh, maybe we could put a tiny house there. I see. That's which, just which, a thought that comes up to you. It's kind of the antithesis to the tiny house movement because the tiny house movement, of course, um, is about a more minimalistic style of living, both financially and spiritually and certainly materially. So, you know, if you have a small closet, you don't have room for many clothes. So you pick the things that have the strongest and most meaning to you and you sort of let go that everything else that doesn't serve you. Sure. And instead you want it like a little tree house or a little backyard house. I want to populate the world with with small homes. I think because there's there's an affordability aspect to it where I think, well, that's only a hundred thousand or whatever it is. Well that still seems expensive for a well, tiny a nice one. A nice one. You can Okay, so you don't just want a little tiny house on wheels, <laughs> it sounds you want a gorgeous little mansiony tiny tiny house. A mansiony tiny house. For sure. You know, I love the there's a whole movement um too within the tiny house community. Oh my goodness, here we go. Unraveling uh, the of <laughs> peeling back the onion. Of um of um uh, container homes and people using shipping containers to, um, you know, as, as, as a, homes. Yeah. So what we see on the trains, those big right. rectangular boxes yes. that come off um, ships that yeah. are shipped all over With the world. corrugated iron, yeah. Those are being turned into homes. Into homes, yeah. But when you look at them, because everyone goes, "Oh, look, a shipping container that won't that'll cost me fifty dollars or a hundred dollars or whatever it is," um, you you'd still have to do a lot of work to kind of retrofit it to be a home, especially if you live in a non-warm climate. You'd have to spray the insulation, and because I, I don't know that that really would work in Canada. I don't be quite think, cold. I don't think you can have a, a metal box as a home in a in a climate that goes below zero, like that gets that cold, like like can here. I think other you can do whatever you want, but I think you have to really reinforce it. In which case, you're kind of building a house inside of it. So why not just build a house? Would be the argument, you know? I think I'd rather live in a bus than. In a corrugated box, personally. Uh, okay, are we going to live in a bus? No, I'm just saying, like, when you're dealing with these corrugated metal structures... Either way, have... you have to retrofit it. I mean, a bus, if you really wanted to live in it, you would pull out the seats and, you know, sure. so there'd be all of that. And again, you'd want to insulate it because a, a bus is a metal thing, a metal right, structure, so you wouldn't... You'd, you need the warmth. Uh, see, they all work great when you're in California... Right. Texas, Arizona. Florida, yeah. That's where you, you see these dream homes and think, oh, I could do this. But then you, you translate it to Canada and go, you know, there's a trailer park down the road and they have some nice trailers. That's the same thing. right? And that's sort of one of the pushbacks in the tiny house world is, you know, are they not just trailers for hipsters? And sure, um, I've been in some gorgeous trailers, so... You know, what? what's the difference? And didn't you have... Now, I wonder if your tiny home fascination 
comes from the fact that the original home your parents had in Florida <laughs> was actually a tiny home compared it, to what they have today. It was, in fact, in the world of trailers, they always refer to it as the double wide. And sometimes I, my parents moved a lot and they love property, right? They love real estate. Sure. I've inherited that, I've realized, in different ways, but certainly. You inherited the love for real estate. The love for wanting not, to buy. Not, you didn't inherit any real estate. No, okay. no, no. All been sold off. Right. Um, I mean, that's a, that's an episode onto itself, all the things that they have bought and sold over the years. But That's the episode we'll do with your dad because I feel like they were It should be my mother. Yeah. they. It wasn't so much about their love for real estate. It was more about necessity in the moves that they have made throughout the years. Sure. But let's I mean, get back to the double wide. Okay. <laughs> so the double wide, um, as we lovingly refer to it, was a pink... A large pink. It, it's not a trailer in what you'd think of. Um, it, for a lot, it's not what I would think of as a trailer. It's, but it is a metal house. Um, hence the term, the double wide. I always thought of it as a trailer without wheels. That it was like a permanent fixture on a plot of well, land. Well, most trailers don't have wheels. Oh. Yeah, okay. they can, they can be pulled. Yes, they can be pulled, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Manufactured housing. I mean, that's that's the other thing is a prefab house or a manufactured house. Um, in any event, it was a metal home, so I suppose it was a trailer. Right. Um, and you see these a lot in Florida and California, like you said, Arizona, New Mexico, probably that I've not been. Um, and. It, uh, it was pink, and it was in a community called Barefoot Bay, which is part of Sebastian, or at least it was at the time, Sebastian, Florida, and then uh, now it's its own community, and it was a affordable retirement community um, filled with people from New England and New York, but mostly New England. Um, and so my parents... Uh, knew somebody whose mother had bought in that community. So it was a big trip where they went to Florida. My mom first, I think, by herself, and then my dad later on went to Florida and hung out with this retirement community, everybody in their trailers with a pool and, um, you know. Like, like a communal pool, right, for yeah. the, everyone who, who lived on site. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I swam in that pool a lot. Uh, when it was freezing cold, I would jump into that pool and swim. And You'll it, jump into any water. And that pool, because it was a retirement community, would always play the greatest hits of like the 1940s so and 50s. So it had a lot of Elvis. They'd play a lot of Elvis at that pool. I loved it. Um, you know, I was like 25 and everybody else was like, you know, 75. <laughs> so, um, it certainly doesn't sound like the Daytona trips that people take. <laughs> Those are my spring breaks. Okay. Me and Elvis. Mm. So, uh, I, I do remember it's the first time I ever heard somebody unironically use the term Yankees. <laughs> I see. Because uh, he said this is not as bad as the weather the Yankees are getting, which I just thought was wonderful. So, anyway, I am, um, I, used to hang out in that community and that community has grown quite a bit. They have a bowling alley. They have a florist. They have a grocery store right in. So people Wait, wait, right in the little In the community. Yeah. In the community. They yeah. have those things. Wow. So now it's become its own little incorporated town instead of just a 
sort of deluxe trailer park. Bayfoot, Bayfoot Bay, Barefoot Bay has? Yeah, because it's Barefoot own... Bay is its own town now. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yes, lots happening in uh, Indian River County, Florida. Um, and uh, a lot of people don't have cars there. What they have is golf carts or um, tricycles are really popular there. So a bicycle, but with an extra wheel so that if you're a bit wobbly, you know, because you're 80 or whatever, um, you have a nice basket, a nice little tricycle, and you can drive it to the grocery store and get what you need and uh, go play, you know, some shuffleboard. It sounds like you're making things up, but it's no. I have to confirm. I know no. I have to confirm. For our listeners in the UK and elsewhere mm-hmm. who might not be familiar with this type of community setting, if you're thinking it's a little bit strange, don't worry because I thought it was a little strange when I went there too, <laughs> uh, when I saw what was going on. But it it makes sense once you're there, and it's actually quite lovely, I have to say. And so if they want to go off the compound – they're shuttles. They're not allowed to take their tricycle onto the highway. I wouldn't. No. No. So they, uh, they'll they just take a shuttle to, there's an airport up the road, the Melbourne Airport. Yes. Um, Melbourne, uh, Florida. Yeah. And that is about 25 minutes. And uh, you can kind of get, I mean, that's what we try to fly into. Uh, if you go through Atlanta, you can kind of get anywhere from there. So um, yeah, that, that was their first home. That was my parents' first home. And in Florida, and they loved that home. As you say, it had two bedrooms, I think. Um, it had two bathrooms, so, you know. It oh, it had two bathrooms? Yeah, yeah. It had, I think, yeah, because we had, I remember staying there with my sister. We had our own bathroom, and then my parents had, and then there was the other bathroom, so yeah. Because it wasn't very big. No, I know. That's why when you say it was a, you know, a tiny home. I don't think most tiny homes don't have two bathrooms. But, but, it, was, but it was tiny. It was a tiny home. It yeah. wasn't big. It was a tiny home with two bathrooms. I guess one of the bathrooms ate away at other space that could have been used for the bathroom. It had a sunroom too. So it had a, a sunroom sort of porch, what they call a Florida room. Mm-hmm. I've seen it called a lot of kind of things, but a, a screened in porch area. Then a sort of main room, you know, with where you'd watch TV, which was open to um, the kitchen kind of thing. It was all kind of one room. And then a little hallway with a bathroom, my right. parents' room and our room, with the with the bathroom off of it. Yeah. So, And it came furnished. Um, it was incredibly cheap. So that's where I think your love for the tiny home, that's why we got on this yeah. double wide. It was, I'll tell you, I am like my father. It was his favorite of all things that they've ever lived in. Sure. That one was his, his favorite. favorite. Yeah. And um, so if you were to get a tiny home, would you want it to be stout and bungalow-y like, like one floor or would you want it so that you have to climb up to go to the, to the, let's say the... I like the, I've seen so many. I like the loft idea. I do. Um, I love, um, but a ladder, I think, is not something that would be sustainable as you get older. I see. I went through a bunkie phase this summer, and so Wait, I was what's looking, a bunkie? So a bunkie, <laughs> a bunkie is, um, 
not usually a full home, although you could kind of, again, turn it into one if you were ambitious. But Because you watch a lot of these shows, right? You watch tiny home shows and tiny home building shows. Yes. Is there a bunkie show? Because I don't remember you watching a bunkie There's show. There's not a bunkie show, okay. but there are a lot of cottage shows. Okay. So that sort of... So, but believe me, if there were a bunkie show... I would watch it so happily. Is a bunkie a room in a house or is it? A bunkie is a very Canadian, specifically, I think, Ontario, but term. Oh, okay. But it's a very Canadian term, I believe. I don't think other people use the word bunkie. The first time I had ever heard it was in the Sarah Richardson show. Okay, um, shout where out where she's built to Sarah <laughs> where she was building a bunkie for her cottage. Okay. And I was like, what is she saying? And um, now there's a whole bunky movement but bunkies are basically um, a little house or shed or something a, a unit of some kind that sits on your property near your main property so if it's okay. a cottage it's it's you put the bunkie in the back or in the front by the water okay and usually it's just a place for could be just extra beds just like you know, three bunk beds or two, you know, two oh, so sets that, of bunk beds. That it's just a room that houses That's sleeping right. quarters. You know, as families grow, okay. okay, put them in the bunkie kind of thing when everybody comes up. Um, or it, you could put it in your backyard and have it as like a, a studio or, um, a, a, you know, a TV space or a she like a, shed. Or a man cave. Uh, remember a, the she shed phase I went through? Oh. <laughs> yeah, the she shed. We were watching a lot of she shed. There was a program. You watch a lot of these. We almost built a she shed in our back. We did? I, you may not remember, but when we put the deck in the back, it almost was a shed because I was like, the only way to build, like to create, we're out of space in this house, would be to build in our little tiny postage stamp in the back and just make a shed there. But then we'd have a shed there. So. I feel like a lot of listeners, if they if they were in our home, they think we we live in a tiny home because we live in the oh, city. Oh, for sure. Yeah. In fact, some of the tiny I do laugh because sometimes it'll be like tiny space, and you look at it and you're like, "Well, this is my house." Right. I mean, really, because we live in a townhouse. It's very right. narrow, you know. Like we're recording our studio. When I talk about our studio, it's a closet that we're in right, right. now. Right. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's a closet that would have been one shower stall, exactly. except we couldn't put a shower stall in it. In fact, every time Amanda has to go to the spot where she has to sit, she'll knock a panel of my sound-absorbing phone off the wall. <laughs> I'll always give her a look like you're knocking. She's like, there's no room to get to the chair you want me to get to without knocking yeah. things off the wall. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So, Bunky. So, we are talking about Bunkies. <laughs> and... And so they're basically an adjunct sort of portable or space shed that is not attached to the house, but within walking distance to the house so that if you have to use facilities, you can. Right. Okay. Or, or if oh. you wanted to, you could build a bunky bathroom. So the, just a bathroom? So it's yeah, just a room? Yeah, so then there's a, like an outhouse, but again, a really nice one. But you'd have to get the plumbing. Oh, this sounds weird. I don't think a monkey's no, that. No, no. I'm so into it. Wait, so you also mentioned the she shed you wanted to build. Well, I, I started following a site called Bunky. <laughs> B 
Stop. I start- <laughs> People are going to think we're, we're a little bit nuts. Go on. I started following. This is what I do to relax. Amanda loves when it comes. To, we get so many home magazines. Decor. Style, yeah. Decor. Style. Like, I feel like every time I go to the mailbox, there's some sort of new magazine that talks about home design and there is little nookie and it's cranny got, type it's, things. And it's escalated. Like I've found every home magazine. It's mm-hmm. not you used to just be one that would sort of fill no, I want them all now. So mm-hmm. that's where we're at with that. But I started following Bunky Life. Okay. Um, which is a whole Bunky Life site and of course they sell bunkies too and so they had a bunky contest so that was a big part of the last month um to be honest she made me sign up for the contest the monkey contest and i was like what am i signing for she's like we could have a bunky i'm like do we need a bunky she's like i just want my life's desire is to have some sort of it had a loft so it was like you walked in it even had a porch wait okay so when does a bunky become a tiny home that's, I this think one's... when it has a bathroom. But you said a bunkie could be a bathroom in itself. Well, you'd get a set. Then you have two bunkies. What? <laughs> you... Yeah, how many? You can't have more than one bunkie. You could have I... a bunkie village. <laughs> this sounds like Barefoot Bay is what it sounds yes, that's like. What, that's probably how it started. It was bunkie <laughs> village, but they thought Barefoot Bay sounded a little nicer. <laughs> I just picture this... This connection of bunkies and then you and I on tricycles riding through the little bunkies. There's nothing village. wrong with it. You want to move to Hawaii someday? I'm telling you, a tiny house, a tricycle, a bunkie on the water. Would there be anything better in Hawaii? Fresh avocados off the tree. Just shake the tree. Boom, there they come. I guess when you put it like that. <laughs> but, I mean, folks, I just need to say that that Amanda really does love watching tiny home bunky type shows i love it i absolutely there was even she shed shows you used to watch they're not on anymore right that phase of she shedding yeah there was a show where it was like we're going to turn this this garage or this shed into a she shed and i they would don't take... remember if there was i mean probably yeah, that there... was sort of what i was going through in 2015 to 2017 okay <laughs> so i'm I've, I've graduated from she shed to bunky but really it's all the same um yeah i uh I just love the idea of a small property anywhere, you mm. know. Um, I, you know, as actors, we often talk about if we'd ever have to move to L.A. or California. Right. And so I always thought uh, uh, that a tiny home would be the the way to do it, you know, find a friend who has a backyard and build a little house on their backyard property or something. Well, that's imposing a bit on your friends. Hey, we're here. Can we build on your property? <laughs> do you mind? A structure? <laughs> My goodness. Dare to dream. Okay. Anyway, we could rent it out the rest of the year. I mean, this That's is... the other thing. We have friends who, who want to stay and have stayed in tiny homes. Like, we have a, a friend mm-hmm. who puts on Facebook every time she's able to go yeah. stay for a few days. She wants to start a tiny... I don't know if you want to name her, but she wants to start a tiny home community. She's, she's really actively, and she wants her own tiny home. That's I'm, her... I'm, dream. I'm not going to name her. She's been a guest on the show. What I'll do is I'll She's have lovely, her though. back on the show and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Um, wow. Well, that comes to the end of this episode, Amanda. Thank you so much for telling us about bunkies, she sheds, tiny homes, barefoot bay, all oh, that. Oh, barefoot kind of bay. You know, it's not a bad life. 
It's not. If you get a chance, go on Google Earth and look at Barefoot Bay in the town of... Barefoot Bay. But it was part of... It's in Indian River County. Okay. In near Sebastian, where my parents, you know, they started in Barefoot Bay, and it was sort of the gateway to Florida for them. Right. Um, but uh, it's Wait, its so own Barefoot town. Barefoot Bay is its own town? It is now. When Do they, they have lived a there, mayor of that? I think so. Well, I don't know if they have a mayor, but... They have a council? I, th- I, I don't know. Okay, because I remember it being a trailer park. So it's that expansive? Yes. Wow. Okay. And all the streets are named after flowers. Okay. So my parents were on Hyacinth. Right. And we had an, a, uh, an orange tree and a lemon and lime tree. It was actually a grafted tree where half of it would do lemons and half of it would do limes. Well, we'll have to save that for another episode. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda, for sharing all, all that tiny knowledge that you have on homes (laughs) well we hope you enjoyed this episode feel free to uh, connect with us on instagram or on twitter or even send us a little email Um, we just received another email from a listener who really enjoyed it so thank you all for listening there are going to be a few changes um, that happen let us know what you think and if there's anything that we can do to make the show more accessible to you or people you know until then we hope you listen and sleep.